Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 473 for September 15th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Kyle. I'm another host, Mo. And then and then we've got the, the new Kelly here, uh, Mike. Mike's, Mike's joining us as well. <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> and Mike. I am Mike. All right. Uh, why don't we get right into it, what we did with guns this week. Uh, I'm going to start because my name's at the top and I'm just too like uncreative to, to skip. So, um, <laughs> I did a maple seed in Fort Mac. So I did the drive up to the Mac and, uh, did a maple seed up there. Fantastic. Great facility up there. Um, super welcoming. They got to like, okay. They have something that's going to blow your mind for a range. They got showers. Ready. Showers. They have showers and cabins and uh, an indoor range and and like a big (laughs) indoor range and outdoor range and three gun bays and Ipsic bays. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it is a nice range. The potable water, the fact that you got reverse osmosis and potable water on the range. So like drinking water, showering, like blew my mind. Blue Range and Spa. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's like a destination <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to many, um, uh, many like, like high end ranges, like, like your high end, like Clay's ranges where you like the clubhouse is like a nice big facility, but, uh, it was, it was very nice. Uh, did the maple seed out there. Uh, it was all good and drove back down and, uh, I think I mentioned last time the calling the CFO and getting all the stuff done, uh, which meant that this week uh, I got a bunch of guns in the mail. So first one was this. Uh, oh, you know what? I should biggie size my head so you guys can see this guy right here. This is the Marstar Olympia. It's a 22 caliber, uh, like a marksman kind of a pistol. So target pistol. It does lock open. It's kind of funny, like because there's no slide release uh, to control that. It's a literally just like this little like slider here that like pushes up from the magazine, and that's that's all that it does. But uh, it works. Tiny little cute mags uh, with uh, with a little block on the bottom. This grip is much bigger than the actual frame is than the actual like uh, receiver or whatever underneath. So that part was uh, was a little bit funny, but uh, uh, neat little gun otherwise. It's got a uh, a barrel weight that uh, that you can attach to it, so that kind of goes on right about there, and that adds more weight for single like single hand shooting. So if you're gonna do Olympic style like pull out and, and fire one handed, that's what that weight's for is to add some more inertia to it. Uh, it is made to be right handed, so it's got like a thumb rest kind of a thing there, and the grip's asymmetrical, so 
great for a righty, not so much for a lefty. Uh, looks neat. Looks pretty neat. I tried filling the mags and they felt awful. <laughs> like putting ammo in the mags just to, I wanted to see how many it would hold and I could never get it down enough because it would just jam up so badly. So the mags oh, really? don't appear to be uh, uh, fairly well made, but it's probably, they're probably just really rough inside. I haven't taken them apart yet, so I'll probably have to take it apart and uh, maybe sand a couple of, of surfaces on the inside there. So it's got a covered, there, there's a hammer in there, but it's like a covered hammer on the back. It's kind of neat. Hmm. Nate saw it. He saw that gun. Uh, and then I got my Tokarev twins in. So these are <laughs> these are the two uh, Chinese Tokarevs that uh, that was it. Gotenda was selling for 199 for two of them, and of course I got on top of that, and I got two. Even though if you look back there, there's already a that's an M57 though. That's like the the longer grip one, the better one uh, than these ones. I'm just a sucker for a deal. So even though I don't like need them or want them, uh, the deal was too good. The deal was too good. Also got some ammo, some like non-corrosive ammo for these. And uh, I think that's it for new guns that came in. Uh, I talked about the uh, uh, the Jericho that I got last week already last week. Uh, and then this weekend, I'm going hunting with another, another listener, uh, uh, Tomas, who's... Uh, or Thomas, 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 who's uh, my Google always says Thomas, um, who uh, we're going to go out to uh, shoot some grouse and maybe a deer, maybe a deer. It's supposed to rain all weekend. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting weekend. But uh, I think that's about it for me. Uh, what's you, Mo? Uh, so since I wasn't on uh, last week, I didn't get a chance to talk about the uh, Quebec Provincials. Uh, so it was the weekend before. It was 16 stages at the Valcartier range, which is usually in the, the whole site. Uh, it was four more stages than the year before. So because the year before was only 12. And they had it over the same three ranges, but they had uh, the larger range, which was a big cleared area. Uh, surrounded by valleys, beautiful forests and mountains and stuff. They had set it up so that uh, they could put more. They had two different sections there, so they could have uh, uh, eight stages out of that out of that location. Uh, overall, it went it went really like really smoothly. Uh, I shot. I worked uh, Saturday afternoon, and then went back uh, on Sunday to actually shoot. Uh, I wouldn't say I did all that great. I, I was okay. Uh, I had some issues again with, uh, I'm not cleaning my mags well enough in between stages. So the sand is getting them all jammed up. So that's something I got to put more effort into. Like if it's, uh, obviously an outdoor match and, and the mags are, you know, and going into the sand that I'm, that I'm cleaning them better in between stages. So I'm, I'm kind of rushing and not taking the time to, to do that. Um, on the Sunday when we shot, we had pretty small squads. I guess some people had pulled out. So we were like in my squad, there were seven shooters. So it went pretty fast. So we had started uh, just after nine and we were done 16 stages by, I think it was two in the afternoon. Uh, then we stuck around to, to clean up and tear down. And they had, uh, they decided to do like the, the post-match banquet at, 
at on on location. So they had rented a, a big a big tent and tables and chairs and brought in food and uh, and quite a few people were there that uh, either shot that afternoon or came back for it. And uh, it was a really nice gathering of people. We had we had a very good time. Uh, weather was nice. It wasn't it was not too hot. Um, like I said, I I didn't do that great, but but still, I it was a good time. Uh, besides that, I received uh, I got a call from the firearms program to check on to check on a reference because uh, I guess I didn't have I didn't put any references down, and so I got the call. Um, my lady friend happened to be around, so I had her get on the phone. I think she was asked like just to confirm her address, and she was told at the end. Uh, if you if you're if you're in danger, call nine one one. And I think that was all. And uh, and then I checked later. I guess the next day I checked, and it showed the status that the the license was going to be mailed out. So I should be getting it any time now. So I guess the renewal ended up being about just over four months from from when I. Uh, but I'm still good because I'm I'm not I wasn't due until uh, January. So and. Uh, that's really it for me. I have uh, no matches coming up this weekend. I'll be registering for another one in a couple, couple weekends, and uh, and that's it. How about you, Kyle? Well, what were the uh, what would you say the highlights of that uh, Quebec match? Were like, was there any interesting stages or anything cool like that? Uh, yeah, they had done they had done some nice stuff. Um, I'm trying to think back because it was two weekends ago. Uh, there was. There wasn't anything crazy in terms of like uh, planks or um, ropes or whatever. Like there was a, a level three in Ontario that had some other stuff like that. There, but uh, they were they were they were challenging. Um, there was just one weak hand stage, one strong hand stage. Um, there was some good movement stages, um, and on some I did pretty well. Like you know, let's say top. 1520 and on others I where I had the issues and stuff I didn't I was like closer to the bottom mm. um yeah that was it while uh while you were doing that I was I was I was testing the uh, trigger pull on these guns one of these tokrevs the trigger pull is 5 pounds on the other one it's 9 plus <laughs> 9 plus nice play that's yeah. good the the there's a there's a 2x variance on these triggers and on on the olympia it's three pounds. It's so light. Hmm. It's 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 actually like a, a really great trigger press on this thing. There's like there's no take up there. Yeah, it's really nice. It should be though for a target gun. I'm just yeah. surprised yeah, at how think. much of a difference there is here because like one of these is effing brutal, and then the other <laughs> one is uh not bad at all. Four pounds, five pounds. That's fine. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my quantity. other ones are like seven. So, is that Mike? Quality not or quantity not quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, that's that's like some hit or miss on the trigger pull, though. Holy. <laughs> uh, half. What about you? Ah, uh, well, I spent Saturday at the range. There was the Raw McDonald shoot for the house going on, so I was running around filling machines, making sure that stuff was all good. Good crew of us out there doing that and it was a awesome day we had i think there was just over 380 shooters and so the yeah the course was pretty 
pretty full. But uh, then afterwards, they like they had a silent auction going and everything. But the live auc- auction that was that was wild. So going into the match, they were sitting. I think shoot for the house had raised two point nine million dollars for Ron McDonald House, and just after the uh, auction, just off the auction alone, they made a hundred and seven thousand dollars for the house. Woo! Holy! Yeah. Wow. And it's one of those auctions you don't go to try and get a deal. Uh, I watched. uh, I think I sent you guys a video. I can't remember what it was. A Yeti cooler. I think it was something like twelve hundred dollars. It went for right off the bat, and then the ones to really watch. Like there's, they do these uh, quilted blankets, and I think this was the highest one of them have ever gone for and it was uh fifteen thousand dollars that this blanket went for and then it got donated to one of the families that was there to uh share their story of being in the house and that Mm. Mm. so it is just really incredible uh there was a golf cart one of the guys donated a golf cart to auction off and the guy bought it and then donated he's gonna pay to get it deckled up under the condition that their club rents it out and every rental fee that comes from that uh, golf cart goes to Ron McDonald house. Very nice. So that'll be ongoing support for that. But uh, yeah, so it was a really good, good day uh, Saturday. And later on, I realized that time is getting short on me for the team match and getting crystal all set up. So I, uh, I bought some Kydex, and I'm going to try my hand at uh, holster and mag pouch making, because i got to make a set of left-handed uh, holsters and mag pouches <laughs> for her. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that'll be my project next week. <laughs> nice. Try and get that done up. And then today, I finally put my uh, new trigger from Timney into my hunting rifle. And took it out to the range, and man, is it nice! So it's a it's a two stage trigger, and it's it's adjustable from eight ounces to uh, one ounce for the first stage. Tika? Yeah, yeah. This is a Tika T three in twenty five aught six, and the second stage is adjustable from one to two pounds. So I have it, I believe, at eight ounces and one pound, and. <laughs> It's a nice solid wall, and then just wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> nice. So now you have no excuses. If you miss the deer, it's like, well, yeah, I can't say I pulled you. the shot because of trigger pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's like my coyote gun. I run a chimney in there, and I have that one at eight ounces. So. It's just, you, and that's a single stage, but it's just, you get into the habit that you don't touch the trigger until you're ready to shoot because you just breathe on it and it'll go. <laughs> but yeah, and rifle season starts on Saturday. So that's why I wanted to get to the range and do that. It was quick and easy. Got it done. And yeah, that was, it's been my week. How about you, Mike? 
Uh, well, other than getting back from TACOM, I've been trying to kind of put a list together of everything cool that I saw on them. What's the first kind of priority thing that should try to be ordering? Trying to get, uh, what else? Trying to find a stock for my Voodoo that I just picked up. Or one, actually. I'm just trying to balance in between which chassis should I go with kind of thing. Uh, last week, we decided that we're going to take our... Uh, we have a Savage B-22, and buddies and me, we're going to decide. One wants to build a wood stock for it. I want to 3D print a stock for it, and the other guy's going to do a resin stock for it. And we're going to see who can build the best stock for a Savage B-22 and then run it at king of 0.22 miles next year. Oh, cool. That's about it, really. It's been kind of slow. I haven't been back home yet. I'm still at work, so. Yeah. (laughs) Just a lot of sitting on my phone, like, I should get that first. No, I should buy that first. No, I should buy that first. (laughs) So many decisions. Yeah. Two decisions at the same time. Uh, And then uh, try to pick which gun I'm actually going to take hunting this year. I got a moose tag draw on 254, and I think everybody did. So it's either the 308 or 300 PRC. <laughs> spot, awesome. spot, depending. Hmm. I didn't get any moose draws or anything like that. I've just got like a gajillion deer tags. <laughs> well, I basically give them away. Pretty much. Yeah, in some areas. <laughs> some areas, yeah. Well, our area, it's basically give away. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Mm, no, that's about it. It's been kind of slow. It's been a slow week. Awesome. Uh, all right. Let's get into upcoming events. Uh, for upcoming events, we've got some maple seeds coming up that still have some spots available. Uh, they'll be at the Atlantic Marksman's, uh, Marksman Association. That's September 16th in Regina, September 24th, and in Drumheller on October 1st. There's some other events on there as well. Uh, if you really want to get into one of those other events, sign up at, for the wait list. Um, I believe there's some coming up that have been like booked out for like a million years. And often what happens is a week before the event, someone gets some, they get the email with a reminder of all the stuff they got to do. And they're like, oh, I already booked that weekend. So there's going to be some spots that probably come up. So if you're on the wait list and, uh, and you can jump on, then uh, you might still be able to get into even one of the sold out events. Uh, September 9th, 10th, 11th. Let's well, tack on. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And then uh, on to, oh, the ORA is back at CFB Borden. Dates and details will be at OntarioRifleAssociation.ca. Uh, if you want to run a ladies' day, head on over to uh, your email and send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com and we'll forward it to the people in the know and they will get you going on that. Uh, news. The uh, Federal Conservative Party has a new leader. Is it Kim Campbell? They is that do. Who we went with? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, PP? The big PP? PP. Pierre Polyev, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even close. No one no one thought it was going to be anyone else. No, was, that was he just ran away with that. Yeah, it right was early it was very, on. It was quite decisive. Yeah, yeah it was quite decisive. Yeah, didn't get past the first round in 68%. <laughs> I believe that's a blowout. Points and yeah. 71. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. And he won yeah. most areas. And yes, yeah, so it was 
it was good. It's what they needed because now it's you know obviously he has the support of the of the members, right? So yeah, there's no argument was there. Not on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was a lot of people who were um, talking about Sheree and like, oh, maybe he's got a shot or Patrick Brown or something like that. But neither of them had a legitimate shot, and I think that no, uh, now it's out of the way. Now they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Paul, we have had a buzz about him before he even an, announced it that he was running, and and then it yeah. just kept building and building, and he he made a lot of stops over the last few months, like I think the eighty something place. Like he was he was campaigning pretty hard. So he had a couple of he got clips. His name out there. He had a couple of video clips that were like pretty, uh, like even world famous. That one where he uh, butted heads with what's that guy in Edmonton's name, Boissonneau. Uh, about uh, the cost of a home in Ottawa and that kind of thing. Just kind of, like that one was internationally um, seen because mm-hmm. it was just such, it's an example of how ridiculous our question period is in uh, in the house of commons really. But uh, uh, he was, he was the star of that one. And he's, he had a couple of other ones where he's fantastic at uh, asking uh, those kinds of questions and, uh, and being really dogged about it. So yeah. Yeah. He's, Hopefully he does the same thing in debates. Yeah. Yeah. And his, if you guys had an opportunity to listen to his speech when he won, it was uh, obviously was positive for us too. Like, for gun to owners, even bring yeah. up, you know, yeah. to, to even bring up gun owners during that, you know, speech, right? So he mm-hmm. didn't have to. It was part of the platform he ran on, though, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. seen a bar of people so excited about politics. <laughs> I know. It's pub night, and they had the football game on the back. And I bet you everyone in the bar turned and looked and they must really care about football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We were like trying to watch the leadership debate on our phone, and the service was bad. So it would like keep cutting out. And then we get a text that he won, and the whole room just, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was frustrating because. I th- they obviously knew who was going to win, and they were stretching it out and into the announcement, and were waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, you didn't need an announcement. You knew. No, we could have done know, this in fifteen minutes. Like, yeah, he won, but we'll keep the open bar open for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was yeah. all very positive. So, yeah. well, hopefully he wins because, uh, as a gun owner, I. Uh, I would like if if I could buy and sell handguns to other people who are licensed and vetted by the government to buy and sell handguns. I think that's okay. Yeah, I'd like to. I, I think to that's fair. This. Yeah, I have too I, many. Hundred. I need to sell some. <laughs> I was going to say hundred dollar <laughs> handguns that you're looking to sell. Oh, sorry. No, uh, two hundred. The price has gone up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Supply just went down. Demand went through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's interesting. You know if. If it was legal again, would hand no? I think the price would drop. Everyone oh, if, if bought them legal, at high prices. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No will, doubt about uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when the imports start flooding back in, everyone's stocking <laughs> back up. Yeah, the price is just going to fall. Yeah, you yeah. know, one thing that I'm curious about is uh, is as we get closer to. Uh, the house being back in session and as it becomes more and more apparent that the liberals are going to ban the transfer of handguns i wonder if any businesses are going to blink and be like uh all remaining handguns 50 percent off or something like that and just, oh, like, just try to move yeah, them, right? interesting, yeah yeah, yeah. Cutting the loss down. Point. Well, in the bed, 
gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's gonna do it eventually because uh, otherwise they get stuck with a bunch of inventory. Unless they've got pistols they can sell to cops, uh, there's not really anyone they're gonna be able to sell to. They're just gonna be stuck sitting on yeah. inventory. And it's better to like get that stuff out, move it out, than uh, than be sitting on all that cash uh, that that can't can't be worked with you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Some city cops can have a fantastic race gun as a duty pistol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a lot of race pistols for sale. I think they're going to have like a Canik or uh, or maybe a, a Tokarev or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a Marstar Olympia. Triggers on better on them. There you go. <laughs> yeah. An Olympia at 50% off. Wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think this is a, like... Other than like the magazines felt terrible loading them, but I still think this is a decent deal for 200 bucks. I'll work over the magazines. If it's 200 bucks, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll put a little bit of spit polish in there. Just coat some dummy rounds in the lapping compound. Just keep slamming them in there. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably disassemble it and just like lightly file and, and sand some parts. That's probably what's happening. You know, these, these things are always like really rough and that like rough sheet metal doesn't work good as, as a magazine. It's got to be a little bit smoother than that. So that'll probably be easy enough to fix. Uh, legal fund donations. If you'd like to help the CCFR win their upcoming court battle, um, which, oh, we missed a bit of news. The um, there is news. Yes. Yes. You're yes, right. UK was yeah. supposed to get interview and applied to get intervener status on that court case. And she lost that, uh, application. Yeah. So that's terrific. Yeah. Did either of you watch the, uh, Runkle video on that? Uh, not yet. No, no not yet. And fantastic for anyone out there. I'll, I won't spoil it. Just watch it. It's uh, it's interesting and, uh, satisfying, satisfying watch. I won't spoil it. Uh, yeah, anyways, uh, send an EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca and they'll use it to uh, sue the bastards. New gun stuff. Uh, let's combine new gun stuff and main topic together in one. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, share my screen and show some of the pictures that our listener and uh, Albert, fellow Albertan here, Mike. You're in Alberta, right? Yep. Yeah, I know you're like close to the border there. wasn't sure if like... like over the border or not like under 200 yards yeah yeah <laughs> See, it's not a dumb question <laughs> uh but uh you were at tacom so tacom there was a, a couple of new guns released and a couple of interesting things that you took photos of that uh you're kind enough to share with us so i'll pull those up here if you just want to commentary over top of them let people know what you saw and what looked neat well, these aren't super new. These are the new Bergera bmrs they're coming in 17 22 mag 22 the thing I like about that, that very top one is the carbon barrel model. It weighs absolutely nothing. Like hmm. that in 17, excellent go for them. Cool. Cool. Bottom one, get great CRPS gun. Mm-hmm. What else is there? There's this it. thing. This is the new BCL. Uh, I forget the name of it. I think Siberian. S- something to that effect. AR-18 base, it is one of the slickest rifles I've picked up in a long time. Really? Yep. Hmm. Like the fit like the fit and finish and the po- like polish on it, it was an extremely nice rifle to hold. Hmm. Like where the all the our AR-18 clones are heading, this is kind of I'd say the top one. 
looks I'm like it's sure. got just, a, just, is, is that an AR-15 safety on it? It's hard to tell. But it's uh, hard, it, there were so many people at this booth, it was hard to get in there to take a picture. <laughs> uh, just like ran in quick, like, here, I'll take a picture and I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, cool. Yeah, those look cool. This is also the new BCL pistol, which I thought was extremely nice. It's basically kind of your Gen 3 Glock with a couple of parts that are different, but it's an aluminum frame. All aluminum. Oh, really? Huh. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. I think it's some point. Wait, I think it's a Glock 19 frame. It's interesting these, to see the classic uh, Tupperware guns go into metal frame. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a competition thing almost. Yeah, because Smith and More Wesson way. just announced that they were doing that too. Well, it's yep. the M and P there, it's all metal now. Yeah. Hmm. But these are Canadian made, so in oh, theory okay. we can start cranking these out as fast as humanly possible. Yeah, with the import ban, yeah. And I would think just get the frames out, don't worry about the top part, we'll get that figured later. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting idea. Didn't have a price on them yet, but they're still working on all that fun stuff. Yeah. Like this is new. No one's seen that yet. Yeah. And these considered these were very fun to stare at from across the hall. All I was at the CCFR booth. These guys are kitty corn from us and they look slick. It's that new that's the Templar, I believe, for Crusader. Yeah, I believe they have a they have it in two two three and nine millimeter, right? You just swap the uppers, I think. On not on the I think that's on the uh Sentinel. I'm not sure about the Templar. I'm sure you probably could. I think this is a dedicated though. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, ACR. One of our uh listeners is saying, Yep, AR fifteen safety, and that was the BCL Fox Bat, which was the yes, Glock Fox lower bat. compatible with the all upper, more vertical grip. Hmm. Fox bat. Hmm. And that fit my hand just perfectly. Cool. That's hard to say about Glocks, so they must have changed yeah. the grip angle or something. <laughs> it, it's not a standard Glock, no. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one with 9mm. There's one with 9mm. And I, that color they have, the pictures don't do it justice. It's almost like the Scar-ish two-tone you got going on there. Kind of like that burnt bronze kind of look. Like, yeah, burnt caramel coyote or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that color. I I like the ACR stock on them better though, personally. Yeah. It just got the flow. Yeah. It's all about the flow. Yeah. Yeah. But but also, shout out to Crusader. We had a gun donated for them for the CCFR booth we were holding raffle for. So, cool. They were great. This is one of the new Canuck traps. I didn't get to hear too much about it because the Odell booth was very, very busy. I think Phil had three quarters of the Gunning Girls working at the booth or being around the booth. <laughs> but this looks like the newest version of the trap with the little skeletonized stock and all that. It yeah. is quite sporty. Like, yeah, yeah it's the more like the higher end ones for sure. Yeah. Stock looks really cool. I really like the idea of like some of the Turkish guns bringing in like the the innovation and uh, at a lower price point. They can make good stuff too. It's not like 
they, it's all garbage. They make some very nice stuff. You just have to ask for it. Yeah. And probably pay for it. It's probably a yeah. little bit more expensive than my uh, $139 uh, single shot shotguns that I've got. <laughs> but if you're shooting singles, you only need one barrel. Yeah. This yeah. would be the Sterling. Oh, okay. The R18? Uh, uh, yeah. R18, yes. Mm. I was talking to a local uh, who's got one of those about getting getting my hands on it for a review. It'd be interesting look. to put all three of the new ones kind of together to see where they stack up. Hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. The Summit 10 by 42 uh, This is from Apex Optics. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're binoculars. Excited. Yep. I'm very excited about those. So They weigh nothing. What are they going for magnification in that? I believe the one's 10 and the other one is 12 by 50. Okay. Because there's th- these are the summit. I think there's a one above that, and then there's one with the male radical inside. Ooh. Nice. That's neat, too. Yeah. That's handy. And you can rotate the radical. So if you're like just not in the perfect spot, you can rotate it and then you can line yourself up. Oh, really? Can't you yep. just you're, like bend your neck? <laughs> Sorry, I'm always going to stir ship shit up here. <laughs> and these are uh, Wolverines bringing these in. Those are those uh, reproduction target scopes. Okay, Hilux, Hilux. Nice. Huh. Yeah, I just have to get a picture there because now I want like a forty-five one twenty with one of these on it. Yeah, just for the sake of having. It's neat to see reproduction stuff like this, though. Yeah, that's cool. I wonder how good the glass is in there. I mean, it's hard to tell you're in the hall because it's not ideal conditions, but you probably hit something part with it. Mm-hmm. And I believe you got 30 m away of adjustment in that top one. With that dial, that caliper down there. Yeah. Yeah. But like it, each line on it is a minute. So you got 30 minutes. Cool. Nice. That is fine, but yeah. Oh yeah, externally adjust. They're all externally adjustable. They all yep. have dial adjustments for on the external. Huh. Neat. Oh, yeah, there's a there's summit, a summit, summit pro. Yeah. So that one will have the reticle in it, and again, they weigh nothing. I am definitely buying a pair for hunting. I like how you didn't catch the price of that one though. <laughs> Those ones were nine fifty ish, I believe. Okay, still not bad like for twelve by fifty with a reticle. That's and magnesium frame. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's that's all of them. Yeah, that was all the. I tried to do the whole look at me on Instagram. I'm a tech gun, but it just didn't <laughs> work out. Uh, tell us about the CCFR booth. What was it like uh, running the CCFR booth there? It was very interesting to have Rod and Tracy both there. Normally it's, oh, I love Rod, but then they're like, oh, you can just go talk to them. They're standing right here next to me. <laughs> <laughs> also, we had the nicest flooring in the entire show. It was like, uh, I'm not sure where they got it, but it was like that foam mat for like daycares and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
add that nice classy like wood grain top to it uh that's what i got on my floor <laughs> that's what i'm on right now <laughs> walmart but when you're standing on there instead of concrete or carpet for the entire weekend it makes a huge difference on oh yeah well for every sure day. yeah we'd have people walk into the booth uh, i know i'm a member i just want to stand in your booth because it's so comfortable <laughs> literally <laughs> Oh, while well, you're here, you should buy a hat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the price. You want to stand on our floor? Cost you a hat per hour. Yeah, buy something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great because we had a lot of people come up and they'd say, "Oh, I already have my membership," or "I," but I have to renew. And I said, "Great, I will sign you up right now. We'll renew you right now." Excellent. Well, all the squares cooperated. That was great. Because with those, you just never know if they're going to work or not. Yeah, yeah, the stripe, the square stripe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Y'all, especially these days, like who brings cash around for that kind of stuff? It's all going to be with the debit, oh, debit machines, yeah. right? And lots of new shooters were like, "How do I get involved? What do I do? How do who do I talk to?" And then a couple of fa- new families too, like entire families, like we all want to get into this just out of the blue. Nice. That's great. It was good to see. It was nice to see that we didn't have to work as hard as almost because the work we've already done was so well done. Is that the right way to say it? It was easy to sell memberships. Yeah, we did not. It was easy to sell membership. Yeah. That's really cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. What other? uh, Sorry, go ahead. The other, the other cool thing I thought was uh, everyone expects you to know where everything in the show is, despite being in one spot. Like, you know where I can find this? Um, do I look at it? You got this wonderful book. Why don't you look in the book and you could go find it? You weren't the information booth as well as CCF? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, I knew exactly where everything was. I could tell him. No problem. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> That's Since part of the fun. Yeah. Oh, where did I find this? Uh, you want to go down that way, and you could pull. We were basically in the center, so just pick a corner and point. You're probably going to hit the right thing. <laughs> what other kind of uh, interesting things did you see at uh, at Tacom? Uh, interesting things. Uh, it's cool to see. Like Night Force was there, Apex was there. Great to see Apex. Love that. Love love the Apex line. Totally. But uh, Night Force, they have this little thing that's called the Wedge. And what you do is when you're doing really crazy long range, it's you can get it to either a 50 or 100 MOA. You clip it on the front of your scope, and then it's just boom, 50 or 100 MOA. So it's an optical thing to, to it's change? It's like a prism. Yeah. So it actually makes night vision rails useful in Canada. Huh. Hmm. I thought Interesting. That is really interesting. I think I've seen those kind of things, but like it, it's good that a, like a a big manufacturer is bringing those kind of things in, right? Because really, other than there, there's the Terak or there's that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Do they have uh, any uh, Tacom parties? Yeah, we had a party on Saturday night. We had CCFR pub night. That was quite fun. Uh, what else would say? That was a very long. A, a lot of us went and partied after, and we probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the whole experience is about. 
I, I got the full trade show experience. It was great. <laughs> it's not a trade show if you're not hungover in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if, like, I wasn't hungover on Sunday morning, but after Pierre won, it was almost like the lights got brighter in there. Everyone's just glowing. It's just, Everyone's just happy. Saturday was like, oh, I don't know. Is he going to get it tonight? But Sunday morning, it was much, much brighter in there, despite being cloudy outside. <laughs> so there was a lot of buzz, uh, there was a lot of buzz on the floor on Sunday from uh, from the announcement. Yeah, there was everyone was just glowing. It was really <laughs> haven't seen that much excitement and that many people in a long time. Probably some hope finally got restored a little bit. Just yeah, just a little, just yeah. enough. That's all we need. Yeah, yeah. Hope hope is a good word for sure. I, I had read that uh, FOC, the host, was selling uh, some handguns. Were any of the other uh, stores there selling any? If there were, they were probably gone by Friday night or sa- early Saturday morning. I think FOC Makes had sense. six handguns left. I think they brought 80. <laughs> I, I, heard they were, I heard they brought 80, and I think they were Saturday morning. They had three Glock 23s and, like, three Glock 44s. That was it. Okay. Basically, if it was here, it was gone. Yeah, the Glock 44 would be neat. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about the others. A Glock 44 would be neat, right? 22? Mm. Yeah. What if your kid wanted to shoot competition three gun like his dad? What gun are you going to put <laughs> in his hands right now? <sighs> Nine mil? <laughs> A Ruger yeah, Wrangler? No. <laughs> A Ruger Wrangler. <laughs> he yeah, has a go. Ruger Wrangler. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, you're hurting his game. His reloads are going to suck. <laughs> yeah. No, you have, you have a point there. I just would try and find a different twenty-two to put in his hands. Hmm. But that would probably be a good way to go. That's Allegedly, they're yeah. super reliable, from what I heard. See, I've heard the opposite. that are not reliable at all. Yeah, uh, but what ammo are they using? Who knows? And it's 22, so is any 22 really that reliable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. If you buy the right stuff, technically, yes. If you know your gun. <laughs> if you know your gun, like that GSG 1911. GSGs are not particularly reliable, but it's because they overspray on the paint. Uh, people don't run the right kind of ammo. They don't oil it. Like, you got to be, they're, they're finicky. I think if you want, like, non-finicky, you got to go to, like, a Ruger Mark III or Mark IV or something like that. But now... What do you do for a holstering mag pouches? They're all weird, right? At least with yeah. the Ruger, you've got something that, you know, it's a Ruger pistol. You can just get a Ruger holster. Yeah. True. Yeah, you know, it's stuck. We're starting with the Ruger. I meant Glock. I meant Glock yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, interesting. Yeah, cool. Any other final thoughts about TACOM? It was great. I hope they have it again next year. I'm going to come out next year, whether I'm in this area or not. Totally worth it. I was going to ask if there was any announcement for next year. Not that I heard, but I don't see why we wouldn't keep going. I think Fred was saying this is one of the best events we've had. Was this the first one you attended? Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering how it compared to like uh, previous years in terms of attendance. I know there hasn't been one in a few years, but. Depending who you asked, it was either bigger or smaller. (laughs) 
So about the same it size was, then. <laughs> it was either the greatest show ever or the worst show ever. Yeah, depending on your disposition, it was either great or terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, I, the guy's saying terrible because there wasn't as much handgun or AR stuff because of things. Well, yeah, there was something there for everyone. Didn't matter what yeah. you were, there was something there for you. I didn't even get to see the whole show either. I just kind of, when I had free time, run around. And you want to talk to people too, because you see people you only know them online or on Facebook. Then you meet them in real life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you like, next thing you know, you're standing at their booth for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Met some uh, some Canadian uh, YouTube gun celebrities. I did. And is there a, like a height thing to be a Canadian gun YouTuber? Because like... It's not like the, it's not a short person's game from what I'm seeing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, Chris from Ballistically Speaking was there. I'm just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, Alex from Affordable Optics. He's also well. I'm five foot nine, but still, <laughs> he's quite tall. Adrian, you're quite tall. So I'm just wondering if there's like a secret height thing or. I'm not tall. Yes, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not tall. No. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's neat. That's cool. It's, I, I, I like meeting, meeting guys like that. It's uh, it's really interesting. Although um, I was at the range on Saturday and, and I, I met up with a listener. That, uh, I, I just happened across a listener. I was talking and I ran into the same. Oh, at uh, Fort Mac, same thing. One of the guys out there was a listener. I, I, I completely forgot Brett out there. Uh, as a listener and uh it's so it like same thing you guys probably run into when you run in, when you talk to listeners you start talking about stuff in guns and they're like yeah i know i <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. got these new handguns yeah i know huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, cool all right mm-hmm. it was good to see companies i didn't know existed or what they did and i'm like wow these are awesome how did i not know about this like uh the patch panel guys they were great they Which definitely panel Pa- uh, patch panel. Patch they panel. make they make their own patches. And they're like, uh, yeah, like like patches. You can get them custom ordered. They'll make them for you. Vinyl oh. or st- stitched? Uh, they got like a whole bunch of different ones. They got some nice like reflective material ones. Okay. I think I have one. Here. Yeah, it's like this like rubbery kind of reflective material. It's cool. And then there's some up there making like uh, I forgot to grab. I want to talk to the board, but I didn't have time. They these really nice like uh, booty hats, like sniper hats almost, Hmm. but like really nice, well done with the mesh and the web gear. And that'd be cool. I got like a I got a straight up old man like hat that I take to the range when it's like uh, there's too much sun but I look like crap I wouldn't mind getting something that's like a little, a little more tactical oh, not quite so, like yeah uh, you know what I'm talking about you know the one like the dish hat where you got like you know get too much sun you pop that bad boy on but you, it is not styling because I want one for hunting because the one I have you'd like the tiniest gust of wind the thing is like 60 miles behind me so I want something that will stay on my head and that's like I need that Mm. But I, I grabbed their card. I gotta find it somewhere. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like we gotta be out there next year if, if it uh, still goes on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, should do it live. Yeah, do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Oh, yeah. Be out there. Yeah, just do it yeah. live. 
We could even just come out as an attendee and then just bring around like recorders with mics and just stick them in people's faces when they're not expecting it. And yeah. we have not received their consent and it doesn't matter. You just stick yeah. a mic in their face. They got a stage there. Just pick a time when there's no one using it and just kind of set up. People might come watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys sure. just, Don't worry about it. It's fine. We know what we're doing. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> I'm probably not doing the show justice, but it was definitely something to see. Well, even just for the new gun stuff, it's it's really great to see the uh, the new Canadian guns that are coming into the market and uh, and some of the innovation. I I'm really looking forward to seeing some of these guns like Gen 2 and Gen 3. Um, and that's what we're seeing really with the 180s is they're, you know, the first gens like had a couple of hiccups here and there and uh, we're starting mm-hmm. to see like continued innovation and continued like development on that platform. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what uh, what that'll look like coming forward. It's kind of nice to see the innovation come through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, why don't we get on to listener feedback? I didn't check the email. Did, I, did you it's updated. It? Fantastic. Okay. Uh, well, just checking Facebook here. Derek was mentioning that uh, that deal is great for ELR Rimfire, the uh, the lens thing you put the on wedge. the wedge. The wedge. Yep. wedge. Yeah. Exactly. PVC and fabric and embroidery. Huh. Interesting. That's the. What he'll do in patches. Okay, good. Looks like we've got some other uh, uh, listeners who were there. Uh, Getting into emails. uh, I'll take this first one here from Edmund. Hi, guys and gal. I finally got to a maple seed. Pre-pandemic, there weren't many events out on the West Coast. When they were starting to make their way here, I was heading east to visit family. Then the pandemic hit and two years passed. But this summer, everything lined up. I must say it was well worth the cost and effort. I've been target shooting and hunting for a long time, and I still learned a lot. I was hoping Eric uh, Adriel would be instructing, but Rick is an awesome trainer, and he's a better trainer than I am. Uh, <laughs> I did shoot well <laughs> enough to qualify as rifleman. See, <laughs> that was him. Uh, I shot a consistent two-two-three with sixteen bullseyes and two MQTs, even though I was too slow and didn't get up five shots between stages two and three. Well, that's one of the things I need to work on for my next maple seed. I wonder if he was running. Uh, bolt action because running mm. a bolt action it can be quite hard to get those middle stages uh, done in time uh, mm. I found Adriel's Jericho 941F oddly interesting I have a surplus chrome 941F and previously had one in black both came with IWI marked bags with plastic bottoms unlike Adriel's they both drop free the safeties would not engage unless the hammer was cocked and both are single action only I read the single action only was a conversion, and the way to tell is there's a pin installed above the trigger. Keep up the good fight, and I look forward to the next episode. My buddy just ordered one of the Chrome ones, so we'll see if... I, well, I have one friend who's like into Jericho's, and he said the black ones are DASA, the Chrome ones are all SA only. Hmm. But who knows? That uh, you know, um, Edmund's saying that uh, those ones were all SA for him. Um, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, I, I I believe it's easy to convert between the two if you really care. I I would have been fine with just an SA only one. It would wouldn't have really made a difference. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am happy that it's DASA because that means I can shoot Ipsic with it if I want to. Maybe if I'm real desperate, if my shadow breaks, 
if I blow it up from like double charging or something like that. Hmm. Good to have the option. Yeah. Uh, this is the portion of the show. So once we'll do this once a month where we'll check what people bought from our Cabela's link. So there's a, uh, <laughs> a, a completely sized incorrectly Cabela's and Bass Pro link on the side of our uh, uh, website, slamfireradio.com. If you click on there, so if you're going to buy something from Cabela's, go click on that thing and then buy it from Cabela's. And then we get like some tiny little cut, like some whatever, like spare change they swept off the floor. But we get some spare change off that. And we will once a, once a month uh, showcase what people have purchased off there uh, at this portion of the show. So if you're buying something from Cabela's anyways, their Wild Wednesdays are really good. They'll have the Magpul P-Mags, like the Glock Mags for 25 bucks, which I think is pretty much the lowest you're going to find anywhere. There's a couple of deals they have like that. Their mats, their shooting mats are fantastic as well. 59 mm, bucks. Yes. Unbeatable. Yeah, no, I have one. Yeah. Useful for, for that kind of shooting or if you're just like, if you're going to go to like a cut line or something like that and like shoot for like for, for groups and that kind of thing, bring one of those things. Lay it down. Uh, thanks to our supporters on Patreon. I'm going to go through them. Shane, Gavin, Jason, Richard, Brian, Scott, Ian, Chris, Stephen, William, Chris, Josh, Andrew, Mitchell, Crashlander, Nathaniel, Darren, Giovanni, Dave, Justin, Sean, Sean, different Sean, uh, Charlie, Daniel, Kelly, Ross, Dustin, Calvin, Corey, D. Weber, Tidar, Malcolm, Marcel, Keenan, Dell, Ted, Scott, Josh, Colin, Jason, Spencer, Tyler, Richard, and Adrian. Thank you very much for helping to support the show. If anyone out there wants to help out, just head on over to patreon.com and find Slamfire Radio there and yeah, donate like a couple of bucks or something like that. And we'll use it to uh, get hosting and uh, eventually buy that Slamfire Radio helicopter. We're going mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hef, do you want to read this uh, this one from YouTube? Yeah, so we actually have uh, three comments from YouTube in the last uh, few weeks. So we'll go with the first one was sh- from Schmolten. Says I have a 14 inch BRL in uh, in the 12 gauge barrel. I'm guessing it means. Uh, boy, does that kick with slugs and buckshot. If you aren't mad enough, I'd suggest getting a rubber butt pad. She will leave y- you yellow and purple. But after close to 150 rounds or so, I have not had a problem or malfunction with the gun. That being a but being a Turkish gun, the finish will rust faster with some wear on it. Oil her up after range use, and you'll be fine. And that was on uh, which video was that? That was on the was Charles the Daily. Oh, yeah, it was so on I, your. I got these out to the range. Uh it kicks. It, it's so bad. This it's five pounds. It's five pounds even. So it's super yeah. lightweight, and it, it brutalizes your shoulder. Yeah, I put I put a. <laughs> put a pad on it was bad like i got I, I got a bruise on my shoulder right there like, oh I'm yeah nice yeah 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 it's it's just so lightweight that it, and it it has a hard plastic butt pad so it just cracks you every time you i shot um the 410 and i was like oh this is great i shot the 20 i'm like that's a little bit uncomfortable like i don't really like that i shot the 12 i was like oh <laughs> like just with target shot and then oh, when I, I shot i shot uh one ounce high power slug with it. I'm like, nope, nope. I'm gonna <laughs> use a bag or something like that. It was terrible. <laughs> it's just because it's light. It's just too light. Yeah. A five pound oh, yeah. shotgun has like no mass to it. It all goes straight into your shoulder at high speed. Yeah. Like a, a heavier gun would uh, would kick a lot less. Yeah. 
No. Did they make it in 10 gauge? <laughs> <laughs> five pounds. Still five pounds, but in 10 gauge, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it was yeah. terrible, terrible on the shoulder. I agree. So, yeah, that was in response to the first look at the Charles Daly. Uh, we got from Anon Emus. Nice. I hope you do a range report on it. I've heard they are very pleasant to shoot. I've been waiting for a while for mine, I'm sure. And that was in response to the first look at the Jericho 941F. Ah. Good. Yeah. And then we got, uh, I'll actually start saying the video first, so it may, the comment actually makes a little bit more sense as I read it. This is another reply to the first look at the Charles Dailies. Uh, it's from Holden Caulfield, 1983. Say, man, I wish Stevens 301 12 gauge came in a little 18 inch. Would be fun. Hmm. I would say out of those those Charles Dallies, the the 410, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's so small, it's so light. The recoil's not there. My kid shot it. He loved it. Loved it. Nice. And it's so nice and compact. The 410 is such an easy uh, purchase recommendation to make on that. If you can find ammo. Yeah. Find ammo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that part's a little bit tough. The the 20 gauge wasn't bad either. Uh I got the one the 26 inch barrel was too long for, for what it is. I would rather a much shorter barrel. That 410 had a 14 inch barrel. Mm-mm. So nice and compact. And quite simple to use, right? As long as the safety's off, you just uh open it up, put a new shell in, close it, fire. There's no like hammer, there's no extra things. It's very simple to use. And uh a kid really liked the 410. Cool. All right. Thanks for those uh, comments on YouTube. Half, I love it. I love adding the, the YouTube comments to the to the show. It's really great. And it's, uh, it's a good, like, bring back to some of the stuff we did in the past. Yeah. 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 Uh, Instagram, we didn't have anything over there. Facebook reviews or Messenger. Yeah, if you want to do those, go on to Facebook and, like, review us, and we'll probably read it on the show. Uh, if you're old school, uh, you could email us too. Email us at uh, slamfireradio at gmail.com. Uh, I love how supporter. email is now the old school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, we had a fax machine, but uh, had to retire it last year. <laughs> that did your faxes. <laughs> faxes were the dumbest technology ever. Um, sure was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Patreonies, Gavin and Shane, I still have to put your patch in the mail, but I, it's, it's, it's there. I, my patches are there. I will put some in the mail for you guys. Uh, oh, wait, no, one of those was in Grand Prairie. You will have to meet up with Hef. Ah, you're Gavin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not mailing something if you're in the same town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout outs or recommendations. I do. Oh. Kyle. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'd like to shout out the guys who came out and helped on Saturday, Phil Machines. So we had Paul, Rye, Potter, myself, Lyle, Bill, Chris, uh, running around like crazy, making sure that, you know, 40, well, like 80 some machines were topped up with clays so that they didn't run out. So thank you guys. That was awesome. How many people again did you have out? For that event, there were 300. I was told at the end of the night, 380 shooters. Wow, that's nice. that's absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's I would say the largest event. single day match in Canada for sporting clays. I would say, wow, 
Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, Mo? Uh, for me, everyone involved in putting together the Ipsic, uh Quebec, uh, Quebec Provincials, uh, all the ROs that worked it and the match folks, because it went it went very smoothly and it was just a great weekend. So shout out to them. Cool. Uh, Mike, do you have any shout outs? Can I do a shameless plug and a shout out? Absolutely. We uh, love shameless plugs. Yeah. Excellent. So follow me on Banyak Precision for all of our rifle shenanigans, including the three stocks, one Savage V22 idea that we're going to go on with. But a uh, shout out to everyone at the CCFR booth over the weekend at TACOM. It was great to meet everyone from out east and Team Alberta was represented quite well, I would say. Very Just good. me and Jenny. Me and Jenny. Nice. Uh, for myself, uh, shout out to Mike. Thanks for coming on the show and, and telling us all about uh, TACOM. Uh, shout out to uh, Marina from uh, Fort Mac for helping set up uh, their maple seed out there. That was great. And then uh, for my recommendations, I got a weird one. For, but for YouTube, I've really been enjoying the Torque Test channel. Uh, they test like uh, impact guns and that kind of thing. But they also test flashlights and how many like lumens they got and all, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Super scientific way of doing it and pretty interesting. So I would check those out if you're into that kind of if you like uh, what's the similar project farm. If you like that project farm guy. You like this? You like that channel? Uh, finally, like Adriel. Uh, uh huh. I had one more. Sorry, is it too yeah, late? Go no, go. Um, yeah, uh, whoever does, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> whoever does the slam fire memes, uh, shout out to them. Uh, the Pulp Fiction one was brilliant. So, <laughs> shout out for that. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, finally. Check us out on Gunners Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook. Join the CCFR and uh, something, something San Diego that'll probably get to be monetized on YouTube. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Good night, Kelly. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.